Well, howdy! This podcast is a proud member of the Podcon Go Network. Podcon Go. Family-friendly shows that are fun for everyone. Welcome to Elderberry Tales. Grab your favorite onesie pajamas. It's time for a story. Today's story is My Mom Detective. Dad has a superpower too. Part 1 by William Stair. That's right. It's another installment in the My Mom Detective series. This is, I believe, the tenth and final My Mom Detective story, each one a world premiere, brought to you by Elderberry Tales, thanks to William Stair. Hi, this is your friend Armando. I hope we are friends. I've been sharing some of the stories of my family, and especially my mom, with you for a while now. One of the things I've told you about is my mom's superpower. She is a super detective, able to solve any mystery through pure deduction, and many clues. A cookie, or several, is missing from the jar. She immediately knows that Trooper is the thief. Of course, me sprinkling some cookie crumbs by his food dish helps. Speaking of Trooper, our old dog, his superpower is eating. Every time we sit down to dinner, he knows exactly which person to go to for tasty scraps. It's my Grandpa Bill, who can never resist it when Trooper lays his head on Grandpa's knee and stares up with hungry, pleading eyes. I mustn't forget Desmond, my younger brother, whose superpower is being annoying. He's very good at it, because no matter how much I resist, he drives me crazy. Then mom gets involved, which means we both get it. Not a spanking, of course. No physical punishment here. We get the dreaded talking to, which every kid knows is the worst punishment in the world. Desmond has annoyed me about a zillion times, and amazingly, his power never wears out. Lastly is dad. I used to think his superpower was throwing a frisbee. Until one day... Your father is just going to ruin these pajamas, said mom to herself. We were in the laundry room, and she was looking over dad's Flash pajamas. For those of you who don't know, the Flash is a made-up superhero, like Superman or Wonder Woman. This was a one-piece suit, like the kind babies wear, that grandpa had given him for Christmas long ago. Dad only wore it on special days, so it was strange that it was in the wash now. Just look at these grass and dirt stains and the tears in the cloth. Was he out wrestling with Trooper in the backyard? She was right. The pajamas were very dirty and did have tears here and there. It has pockets, and as she talked, one of them bulged. Yikes! What's that? I cried, pointing. She turned the pocket inside out and a handful of wiggly, slimy worms fell on the floor. Ugh, she said. Something smells good, came a voice from the hall, and a second later, Desmond was standing beside me, 
looking down at the wiggling pile and licking his lips. Desmond has been weird ever since he was kidnapped by some giant moles at Mr. Jorgensen's blueberry farm. I told you about that. And he thought he was a mole. He still has a taste for worms. Usually he only holds them and sniffs them. But sometimes, gross. Mom took Desmond away for a talking to, while I was left to sweep up the worms and toss them into the backyard. After I'd gotten rid of the worms, I took a closer look at the pajamas. They seemed a lot better made than I remembered, made of heavy cloth with real metal snaps and buckles instead of the plastic ones on the suit Grandpa had given Dad. The hood had the flash earwings, but they seemed no different than before. Another thing had changed. The lightning bolt symbol on the chest was gone, replaced by a circle with a golden C inside it. What did the C mean? And why had Dad changed the symbol? Then it came to me. The C was for Coelho, our last name. Then Mom was back. What happened to Dad's pajamas? I asked. Well, it looks like he did some big-time gardening in them, doesn't it? She replied with a little smile. Yeah, I guess so. But those worms in the pocket... And these pajamas seem a lot nicer than the ones he's worn before. All true. Maybe dad has taken up worm collecting, a cheap hobby. Or maybe they're to improve our compost pile next to the garden. As for the quality of the pajamas, you'll just have to ask him. It was a mystery. One that it seemed mom wanted me to solve rather than her. Dad was at work in his office in the back of the house, we boys were forbidden from disturbing him until the door opened and he was officially home. That wouldn't be for a couple of hours yet. Mom began the wash, throwing in the dirty pajamas after checking once more to make sure all the worms were out. I wandered into the kitchen. Desmond was sitting at the table, eating a bowl of pad thai noodles. They seemed to comfort him when the worm craze was on him. Desi, have you noticed anything funny about dad lately? I asked. Desi slurped in a particularly long noodle. Not really. Although last night he came into our room while we were both asleep. I woke up and he was standing over my bed looking down at me. The light from my dinosaur nightlight was bright enough for me to see his face. He was smiling, but also looked dirty and tired. He bent down and kissed me, when he did, I could smell fresh dirt. Then he stood up again and whispered, everything will be fine now, son. After that, he turned and walked silently out of our room. I thought I dreamed it, but when I woke up, there was a chunk of dirt in the bed. That's kind of funny, don't you think? I nodded slowly. Let me ask you another question, Desi. Why do you eat worms? Do they taste good to you? No, they're terrible. But I can't help it because I love the way they wriggle going down my throat. He took another big scoop of the pad thai noodles. It was mom's idea to wean him from the worms by giving him something worm-like to eat. I'm not sure it will work now that I know about the wriggle business. I left the kitchen and walked back to the room dad uses as his home office. 
the door was still closed tight. The washer was going in the laundry room, but mom had gone next door to see how Mr. Yakamoto was doing. Our neighbor had fallen on some ice while getting his mail and sprained his back. Mom had taken some of the extra pad thai noodles to him. I walked into the playroom where we keep all our toys and picked up the robot I'd gotten for Christmas. It was partly done, but I'd lost an important piece. You know how tiny some of those building block pieces are? This robot would be programmable if I ever got it finished. Dad had gotten a replacement piece at a store nearby, and now it was up to me to finish the job. I was working away, carefully fitting one of the robot arm joint pieces into place, when the door to the playroom swung open and a loud voice yelled, Where's the party? It was Cousin Jack. We all love Cousin Jack because he is so full of fun. Desmond came running in from the kitchen, a last noodle disappearing into his mouth. Cousin Jack, he shrieked. Well, if it isn't Dizzy Bill, one of my two favorite cousins, Jack said, grabbing Desi and spinning him around. I'm the other favorite cousin he was talking about. We both gave him a big hug. Then Desi noticed Jack was carrying a paper bag. What's in the bag, Jack? Well, just about the most secret thing in the whole wide world, Dizzy. It's something your dad asked me to bring him, and I promised to guard it with my life. Let me see, please, wheedled Desi. Nope, not for all the Cracker Jack I could eat in a year. For a while, we had called Cousin Jack Cracker Jack because he had a job working on a ship at the Seattle Harbor and had a picture of himself taken dressed like a sailor, just like on the packages of Cracker Jack popcorn. But that was kid stuff, and we'd mostly forgotten about it. And then Dad came home, came out of his office, and seeing Jack, had him come into that office for a minute. When they came back out, the bag was gone. Jack stayed for dinner, and after that played games with us. It was very late when we went to bed, and Dad came in, as usual, to read us to sleep. Desmond was very tired and fell asleep almost at once. That gave me a chance, finally, to ask Dad about the pajamas. At first he joked around about being in his pajamas while playing with Trooper, after Trooper had been out in the yard digging. You might remember that Trooper is a famous digger, who discovered the bones of a long-dead Indian brave in our backyard. But Dad could tell from my face that I wasn't believing the story. He became very serious. Army, you know we have talked and read a lot about superheroes, especially how they came to be super. For example, you really love Spider-Man, who got his powers from a radioactive spider bite. Or Superman, who gets his powers from our yellow sun. Or the Flash, who got his power from a combination of lightning and a mix of chemicals. There are so many stories. We've also talked about what a hero is, and how people don't need some sort of superpower to be heroes. Anyone who stands up for what is right, especially in the face of resistance, is a hero. For example, Every time you stick up for your brother when he's being teased by others, you are a hero. Do you remember a few weeks ago when Cousin Jack came over for dinner and brought a wild mushroom casserole? It had been given to him by a friend, but he didn't like mushrooms, so he brought it to us. 
I'm the only one who likes them, and so I was the only one who ate any of the casserole. That night, I couldn't sleep. I went out into the backyard with Trooper. You know how Trooper likes to run so crazily around the yard, faster than any of us can run. Well, he started running, and I ran after him. Amazingly, I could run as fast as him. Then faster. Then many times faster. When he was exhausted and stopped running, I stopped too. I wasn't tired or out of breath at all. In fact, I was so full of energy, I jumped for joy and suddenly found I'd jumped right over our house into the front yard. It's a good thing it was the middle of the night and no one was around to see. Even so, I stepped into the shadows while I thought about what was happening to me. While I stood there, a car, its lights off, quietly coasted down the street. It stopped at a mailbox a few houses away, and someone reached out and took a package from the box. Then on to the next and the next. Wherever they found something, they took it. Watching this made me very angry. And when they got to our house, I rushed out of the shadow and stepped in front of the car. It lurched forward and I put out my hands to protect myself. Amazingly, I was able to stop that powerful car just by pushing back. The car tried to back up, but I held on and it was stuck fast. Finally, the people inside got out. I thought they were going to attack me, but instead, they ran away. I could have easily caught them, but decided to let the police do it. I turned off the engine, which they'd left running, and broke off the key so they couldn't start it again if they came back. Then I got Trooper and went back in the house and finally fell asleep. When I woke up the next morning, my amazing powers were gone. Yet the male thief's car was still out front, so it hadn't been a dream. After calling the police to report an abandoned vehicle, I thought all day about what might have given me the incredible speed and strength. What was out of the ordinary? There was only one thing, the mushroom casserole. There was still a lot left, so I ate more for lunch. Nothing. Was something else the cause of my superpower? Or some combination? You remember that new cereal your mom brought back from the store? The one with Nutella flavor? I'd had some the night before and nothing had happened. But I'd also had some the night of my super speed. Perhaps it was the combination. I ate some cereal for an afternoon snack. Nothing. That night, I read to you too. Once you were asleep, I got up to go downstairs. The moonlight was streaming in your window, and I stepped out into it to look outside. It was a night just like the one before. Suddenly, my body was filled with the tingling of growing strength. That was it. Moonlight, plus the mushroom casserole, or Nutella. Over the next few days, I tested my theory and found that the combination of the three was what I needed to become super. It was the wild mushrooms, the moon, and just a spoon of Nutella, either in the cereal or from a jar. But it only lasted through the night. When the moon set or during daylight, there was no effect. Wow, Dad! 
So you are a real superhero? Well, super anyway. But only under those three conditions. The mushrooms, the Nutella, and the moon at night. Yeah, but you were doing good stopping the thieves. That makes you a superhero. He smiled. I had another question. When I saw your costume today, the Flash costume, it was torn, covered in dirt, and with worms in the pocket. What adventure was that all from? You know, Desmond has been having a lot of trouble recovering from his terrible experience with the giant moles at Mr. Jorgensen's farm. The moles were supposedly all gone, but I wondered if some might still be alive, deep down in their burrow, and that they were still having an effect on Desmond. Last night, I had some of the mushrooms, the last Cousin Jack had supplied me with until he came over with more tonight, some Nutella, and the moonlight. I ran over to Jorgensen's farm. I'm not invisible, but I can run so fast that most people don't even see me. The farm has been closed ever since the incident of the giant moles, worms, and chickens. Mr. Jorgensen supposedly moved to California to make a movie about his experience, so no one was there. I began digging around, searching. With my strength, I could dig faster and deeper than a power shovel. Sure enough, about 20 feet down, there were tunnels that had not been filled in when the moles were destroyed. My senses are very sharp, so I could see in the almost perfect dark, hear strange noises, and smell the creatures. I found them, every one. All I will tell you is that they are really gone now, and Desmond should no longer be under their power. And the worms in your pocket? Part of a last dinner the moles never had a chance to eat. What was in the bag Cousin Jack brought over tonight? A new supply of those wild mushrooms. His friend, the one who made the casserole, gets them for him. Where they come from, neither Jack nor I know. Mushroom hunters like to keep their secrets. However, no one seems to have discovered the mushroom-Nutella-Moonlight combination. One last question, Dad. Why the Flash costume? Why for fun, of course. Did you notice your mom rebuilt it out of better materials and replaced the lightning bolt with a C? For Coelho Man, we whispered together. Dad chuckled and gave me a kiss, then tiptoed out the door. It was quiet in the bedroom, and I kept thinking about what the future might bring. So Dad is a superhero? Asked a small voice from the other bed. As you would imagine, it was very hard for me to fall asleep after hearing about Dad and discovering Desmond had heard most or all of the story of Coelho Man. Days passed, and everyone acted normally. Each night, I would look out the window, but Coelho Man never appeared. Of course, if he could run so fast people wouldn't notice him, I wouldn't see him streaking through the dark either. Desmond's fascination with worms gradually disappeared, just as Dad said. And I pretty much forgot about the whole thing. Until. That's right. 
This story ends in a cliffhanger. You'll have to come back in just one week for part two to find out what Army discovered happens next.